Hey y'all, welcome to K Combos. My name is Holly K and I am a professional makeup artist and licensed esthetician. This is a podcast about beauty, business, life, and more with the intent to share lessons learned, educate, and motivate others. This podcast is not only for beauty professionals. It's a podcast for anyone who has ever wanted to create and follow their aspirations. Thanks for listening and your support. Enjoy. This is the third episode of K Carvos. This is the first live episode, and it's the first episode where I've had a guest. So I'm extremely excited to have my guest for the evening. It is Helen. She is a fellow Wildcat. So, of course, you know she has my heart, a fellow esthetician, as well as professional makeup artist. She wears so many hats. Uh, she's my sister, sister friend. She's also a mentor to me as well. So she will be joining us tonight. We're going to be talking about professionalism and networking. It can apply to any industry, but we're going to kind of give a focus more on the beauty industry. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you Let so much sure for joining. Okay, okay. Hello, hello, everyone. Yes. So as I shared a little bit about Helen, but I'm going to let her go ahead. Um, Helen is, like I said, a licensed esthetician and beautypreneur. So Helen, I'm going to allow you to go ahead and share a few more um, of your accolades. Oh, uh, let's see. Where do I begin? <laughs> All right. right. So I am um, a professional makeup artist and licensed esthetician. I'm currently uh, pursuing my master's in cosmetic science. And eventually I'll have that title at Twit Cosmetic Sciences. I'm so excited. <laughs> and outside of that, I'm just an overall beautypreneur. So um, I dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything. And um, at, at the heart of it all, I am an educator. I started off yeah. in education, even though I'm not in a traditional classroom anymore. I have uh, transitioned and I, I started teaching aesthetics. And I have also mentored other estheticians that are coming into the field. And <laughs> Holly was honestly one of my first mentees. And because she is a wildcat and she has my heart, uh, I, I felt that I, I wanted to reach out to her and help her um, with her success in the industry. So when she reached out to me and asked me mm-hmm. to join today, how could I say no? <laughs> okay. How could I say no? <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I was, I knew I wanted to have guests join me, be that they were in the profession or outside of the profession, but I was like, I have to start with her. There's no way. When I first had the idea of the podcast, I mentioned it to you and then I told you, I was like, you know what? I have to do it now. I told somebody, so now I got to do it. And then I did yeah. it. You're like, oh wait, you're for real. I'm like, yeah, I had to do it. I had to stick to my word. So I love that you're my first guest. I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All righty. So I'm going to share a little bit about what kind of inspired this particular topic because I'm really intentional with how I move. So Mm -hmm. for this particular topic with professionalism and networking, it was inspired through my interactions and like the whole podcast, interactions with clients, students, but this specifically because I've had experience working for a franchise um, and I wore a few different hats there. And I'm always very grateful, especially when I get to do different things because it allows me to see different things. I get to learn. And one thing I noticed when I would interview people coming in for positions, no matter what the position was, it wasn't any consistency with what I was seeing as far as appearance or how they showed up. And I know everybody's confidence level might be a little bit different, but I feel like there's a lack on what's 
shared or what is expected of you when you're going to get a job in the aesthetics industry, um, even attire. I think sometimes there's a mindset that because we're beauty professionals, you can get away with certain things. I look at it, at it as you're coming to an interview, you're still having to, you should, should still show up a certain way, um, coming sure. prepared with certain things. So that's kind of what sparked this and inspired this. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions to kind of get your thoughts on some things. So Helen, when you think of professionalism with a focus on the aesthetics industry, what does that look like to you? I mean, honestly, it looks no different than any other industry. And I think because we are in the beauty profession, right? And we're mm -hmm. creatives and we're usually in really fun of the environments, people tend to disregard, um, the the professionalism aspect right and right. they tend to just come to work any old kind of way sometimes or they tend to forget um certain things should not be said in certain mm -hmm. environments um or they tend to you know just kind of show up late and the one thing about our industry is everything is based on schedule right mm -hmm. and also you work with a team so when you show up late whether you're showing up for a client or you're showing up for a photo shoot or a fashion show or whatever you have to be on time mm -hmm. you know and if not it pushes everything back and you're one part of the moving piece you know and yeah. so i think sometimes people they don't really put that into consideration. They think because we're in a fun environment, we're in a fun industry that it's all about fun, but no, we still have a job that we have to do and something that has to get done. Absolutely. I like that you touched on people feeling like, oh, I can show up later because it's fun. Um, and it does give a, a bad rep for our industry. You see the memes when people talk about um, if you're a hairstylist or even makeup artist, mm -hmm. you know, you're expecting me to be here at this time. There's a late fee, but you're not on time. You're not prepared. So it makes it hard for those of us who are doing what we're supposed to do. Um, I have had experiences where I've showed up because I strive to be somewhere at least 15 minutes before um, and more if I can. If anything, I'm just going to sit in my car and wait. And I added that additional time because you don't know if you're going to get lost. You don't know maybe you can't get into the building or things like that. So I try to add in a little buffer for myself. But I've had clients like, oh, my gosh, you're here early. Like, like, yeah, girl. I, yeah. What, what do you think? <laughs> and let's not you have to set up, you know, and you have to factor that mm -hmm. into, you know, the equation as well because that takes time. And, I mean, we've been on jobs together where yeah. we've gotten there and we were thought we thought that we were supposed to be setting up in one place and then yes. that wasn't the case and we had to travel all the way across <laughs> to, yep. to, to get to our location <laughs> and set up and it took time. Yes. So, um, you know, keeping those things in mind, like you never know the variables that are going to take place once you arrive. So you always want to give yourself, like you said, buffer sometimes mm -hmm. to just, you know, work out the kinks. And when it's time to go, you're right. set up and you're ready to go and you don't have to worry about all the other extra stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we also are thinking about um, professionalism, do you think that attire plays a role in that? Of course, I do. Um, I'm real big on attire because whatever the message is that you're trying to convey, it comes across in your appearance. And again, just because we're in the beauty industry, well, first of all, because we are in the beauty industry, your attire should be one of the things that you should think about because how you are perceived is what you give out, is what you attract. And 
I mean, come on now, what you look like, that's all a part of your brand. So you want to make sure that you are presenting in excellence so that you can give your very best. Um, that's a part of the equation. It's not just your services, but how you appear, how you seem, what you give, what you bring, all of that is a part of the equation and we can't disregard that in any way. Um, so I kind of cringe at people who, you know, just kind of show up as if they rolled out of bed and, you know, they didn't think about how they're going to look. They just kind of popped up and showed up and no, all of that definitely needs to be considered. Yes, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're somewhere and they have a uniform, then even still, you still want to show up looking presentable. I know if I'm going somewhere, these are things that I look for in somebody because that represents possibly how you carry yourself in your environment where you're providing these services. Um, mm -hmm. I also think about the energy. So if somebody is showing up late, you're rushed, you're trying to get yourself settled, there, there's now this negative energy. You know, mm -hmm. I know for me, it's always a goal. When you sit in my chair, it should be an experience. And that experience is one that is calming, one that is uplifting. So that starts with me. What energy am I putting out there? Um, same thing, like you said, when you show up, can't look like you rolled out of bed. So even if you're going to an interview, and I don't care if it's for a franchise or you're trying to interview to be a part of somebody's team, how are you showing up? I'm not mm -hmm. saying you necessarily need to show up in a full suit. But come looking presentable, you know, maybe the crops sure. are appropriate for that moment. <laughs> you know, for sure. <laughs> if, if I'm coming to, you know, and depending on the interview, you know, some places they'll have like technical interviews. I've had the opportunity to be overdoing technical interviews. So if I know I'm doing that, I'm doing a service. They're watching to see how I can perform something. So again, attire right. goes into professionalism. I don't need to show up in five inch heels mm -hmm. trying to do a technical interview. So it's things like that. But I also think it's something, um, that I had to learn I can't get upset about because I don't think a lot of people know that. So for me, Correct. what better way to try to inspire or educate people that, you know, it's best for me just let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's talk about it. Maybe yeah. inform people because it might not be something that somebody's thinking of. I think uh, we also have to just kind of look at the trends of things that are going on. Trends. That sure. plays a big role in it as well. Mm -hmm. And you and I, we talked about this before, um, you know, especially with the aesthetics industry, you have a lot mm -hmm. of people that go straight from high school into the industry, right. whereas, you know, people like you and I, we had the opportunity to, you know, have a higher education and kind of get mm -hmm. groomed in those aspects, whereas a lot of high schoolers, they may not have had that mm -hmm. opportunity. So like you said, instead of criticizing it, it's up to us to teach them and mm -hmm. show them and kind of help them to understand why it's important. And um, I think with, you know, some of the the generation behind us, they, they don't understand how important those things are and how it affects their career and how, how it affects how people view them and also their brand. Because again, right. your brand is not just your services, it's how you appear as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So I did group the topics of professionalism and networking together purposefully. And I made sure we talked about professionalism first because I do think it plays a role with networking. Sure. Um, I do think they go hand in hand. When I think of networking, I know like we both, to give a little backstory, we both, of course, we went to Bethune-Cookman um, and we knew of each other, but I don't recall us like really hanging. No, like, we didn't. That's the funny part. <laughs> That's the thing. So I, I don't even know if I've expressed this with you or your view of the story might be completely different. But 
I remember I had started kind of getting into makeup. I don't even know if I was just maybe sharing posts on Instagram, how you knew that I was getting <laughs> into it. But you reached out to me and you told me there was a photographer, Yusuf, who was having a shoot and you could not do the shoot. And so you're like, I know you're doing makeup. This is what it is. And I'm like, okay, I got my little caboodle kit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do what I can do. <laughs> and you, you told me, come by my studio. I'll give you everything you need. I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, I know this girl with equipment. I'm like, doing my research. I'm like, I really don't have to. When I say Helen gave me everything I needed for that shoot, she explained everything to the T so I could walk in there confidently. And to this day, I post that picture occasionally. And I will say, like, this was one of my favorite shoots because it pushed me out of my comfort level. It was something Aww. I had never done. I don't think I probably would have ever decided to, like, let me just go do somebody's makeup for real, for real. <laughs> hiding in my room behind my little YouTube I was trying to start. If you hadn't reached out to me, and then next thing you know, you're like, hey, there's this team that does pageants, so are you interested in doing this? I'm like, okay, girl, you're going to be there. Let's go. <laughs> and so I say, even though it was somebody I knew, that's a form of networking. It is. Um, and, so, and, and that has turned into this great sisterhood, sister friendship that we have, this great mentorship. And yes. I think a lot of times when people think about networking, they get afraid to do it. And there's so many beautiful things that can come from it. One thing I've always been told is that your network is your net worth. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times um, with networking, people don't like to open their mouth up, but you never know yeah. who you can bless in that moment. You never know who can bless you in that moment. You never know who you're speaking to and what connections they have. So I'm the type of person, if I'm in the grocery store, I mean, I literally be like, hey, how you doing, girl? I like those earrings. I'm going to start a conversation with anyone. I don't care. Yes, <laughs> but it's good. It, it, I mean, and being a business owner as well, you have to get used to um, kind of probing potential clients. But outside of that, um, like when I saw you started posting, I was like, oh, she's doing makeup. That's so cool. And I don't know. It was just like the spirit just kind of compelled me to reach out to you because at the end of the day, we have to look out for each other. Um, we have to make sure that we have each other's back and, you know, I had people give me opportunities when I first came in and kind of looked out for me. And with you being a wildcat, I was like, yo, <laughs> hey, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so well, thank I, you. Sense, you know, and I'm so glad that I, I listened to the spirit mm -hmm. and reached out to you because it's blossomed into this beautiful thing. And for us to sit here on this live, like, yeah. I'm just so excited. I tell you that all the time. Like, I couldn't Thank be you. more proud and so happy for everything that you have going on. And it's such you. a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you kickstarted it. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for listening to the spirit. Um, guys, you got to be in tune. I've talked about it before. Be in tune with yourself and knowing mm -hmm. what to listen to as well. Um, that That's plays correct. a big part. Mm -hmm. How how would you define networking? Is it just one way to do it? Um, what does it look like to you? To me, honestly, like I said, it's just open up your mouth and talking to people. And a lot of people, they tend to think that networking has to be done in person. You have to go to events and you have to network. No, you can network online. Um, mm -hmm. I'm always in people's inboxes. <laughs> That's my thing. Hey, girl, how you doing? Um, I'm in these different Facebook groups, and I have made a few, you know, friendships and partnerships mm -hmm. through virtual networking. Um, I believe more so than I have in person. So yeah. you want to always just think outside the box. And one thing I will say about networking is you want to be intentional. Like, if I am going to a networking event, I'm looking at the guest list. 
I'm trying right. to figure out who's all there because the one thing you don't want to do is waste your time. So when you walk in, you know, you okay, here's this person. She does this. And if we partner together, maybe we can get this to happen. Or maybe, you know, if she knows who I am, um, you know, I can present this to her. So you want to be intentional about your networking and the resources that you're giving and receiving. Everything has to be done with intent. Um, and especially with networking, because you want to make sure that it's in alignment with what you have going on. It's in alignment with what your brand is presenting to others. It's in alignment with, you know, your core values. Because sometimes, you know, you may be trying to push a, a partnership and you're trying to figure out why it's not working. It's because it's not meant to be. It's not in alignment with what you have going on. So you want to make sure that you're networking with intent. You're networking with a purpose. I completely agree. And you touched on my other um, question a bit when I was I was going to ask, do you think networking is only in person? And it definitely is not, especially mm -hmm. I think um, if you thought that was the only way before the pandemic, your mindset definitely should have changed since the pandemic. <laughs> Everybody went online, they were doing classes and courses, um, but that was the perfect time to connect with people just to kind of talk. I have, like you said, you. I've probably made a lot more friends or networking connections probably through just social platforms yeah. um, than maybe I have in person. And mm -hmm. that has kind of pushed me. Um, I think even when it's like trying to reach out to maybe get models to do stuff, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to type up this nice little message and just here we go. And sometimes you do have to kind of hype yourself up, even if it's in person. So I know for some people, they feel like I, I'm not able to do it or maybe I'm more of an introvert. Find what works for you. And then again, like she said, be intentional. If I'm going into a room, I've looked at the roster. I've done my research on these people. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that I'm not going to approach somebody who maybe is not aligned with what I'm trying to do. You can still mm -hmm. speak to them, still interact with them, because it might be something later on that aligns with what you need or looking to do. Um, but be intentional. So you're not wasting your time, and you're not was wasting their time as well. Um, you want to make sure even when you're building those relationships with people, you are wanting to receive maybe something from them. So you're looking for somebody to pour into you, but it shouldn't always just be one way. You, in a sense, are right. back into that other person, even if it's a relationship where you're assisting them. So mm -hmm. it's always, you know, I, I've uh, met, I don't know if she's still on here, um, Jalea, and I met her at Premiere 2019. She did a show, it was a look and learn. I stayed and kind of just was asking questions. Um, she's an esthetician and makeup artist. Um, she's based in Arizona. And that just has kind of flourished into something else. I look at her also as like another mentor. Um, if she has somebody that's coming this way, she's like, hey, I'll look up and recommend you for this. And this year, I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to assist her this year at Premiere. But awesome. the same way I'm assisting her, or she's, you know, looking out and pouring into me. I'm like, what do you need me to do? What can I do for you? You know, and I just think it should be that type of relationship where you're pouring into one another. Definitely. You don't want it to be one-sided and you don't mm -hmm. want it to be selfish. That's the last thing you right. want to do. You want to be able to give back and pour into others. And if someone pours into you, pay it forward. Yes. You know, um, be a blessing to other people. Don't mm -hmm. always be the receiver, be the giver. And there's so many blessings just in that alone, you know? I agree. What advice would you have for somebody who's maybe new to the industry or if they are an introvert? Uh, okay, so I am a, a total introvert, and when, okay. <laughs> when I tell people that, they're like, what? I know. I am a total introvert, but I push myself. I push myself, okay. especially now at this juncture in my life. 
um, you're not going to get the results that you want doing the same things, you know? So you have to create new healthy habits. And I mean, sometimes like, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but just taking that leap of faith. um, The hardest part usually is the first step, you know? And so just make sure that you aren't stifling your your progress by being stagnant and limiting yourself to you know just what you're used to you have to step outside the box you have to open your mouth and you have to speak to people you have to go into different arenas that you may not have been in before and you have to try new things so if you're new coming into the industry like i said you want to uh start with you know knowing what your purpose is because Mm -hmm. your purpose is is never going to steer you you know in the wrong direction as long as you're staying in alignment with your purpose um you will always be on the right path and then secondly you know network (laughs) your network your network is your net worth you cannot do anything by yourself you need other people to help you you need other people to you know encourage you because sometimes i mean you we've been on calls together and you like girl it's gonna be okay <laughs> and vice versa you know you know you need people to encourage you while you're in this journey and you're you know you're building your clientele and you know you're trying to build your portfolio and you're you're trying to get your name out there and sometimes you hit roadblocks and sometimes you know not just like physical roadblocks but sometimes like mental roadblocks and yeah. spiritual roadblocks you know emotional roadblocks and so you need to be able to have a circle of individuals that can help have your back and push you forward and kind of, you know, get you out of your comfort zone. So if you're new to the industry, go for it. Don't hold back. Go for it. And ask questions. Like, yeah. I think sometimes people, they don't want to ask questions, whether they're scared or they're intimidated. But the only way that you're going to grow is if you learn new things. And the only way you're going to learn new things is if you ask questions. Absolutely. I'm glad that you said that about asking questions. That's what they always tell my students. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions. And so it gets to a point now where they're like in my inbox, like, hey, I had this question about this. Ask me. And I always tell them if it's makeup related or wax related, because those are kind of my areas I've had more experience in, um, I, I got you. And even mm-hmm. still, if I don't know the answer or it pertains to something else, I so I'll find the answer for you. Right. And I always right. share with them, even the people that you we feel are untouchable. Um, these industry professionals or the brand reps pick mm-hmm. their brains. I will never forget hearing one when I saw somebody um, give a class and they're saying, nobody ever asked me questions. Like, that's what we're here for. I'm a wow. brand rep. I'm teaching you on how to use these products and nobody asks questions because they feel, I guess, like I'm going to bother them if I ask them a question. So or if you know, know <laughs> ask mm-hmm. them questions. They, that's what they're here for. They like to talk about their product. They like to talk about whatever they're sharing about, because that's something that they're passionate about as well. So if you had the thought process of, oh, it's not okay to reach out to people and ask some questions, get rid of it. Go ahead and ask ask them. Mm -hmm. If you're looking through social platforms to ask people things, you will have some people who kind of say no DMs. I'm not going to get into, you know, the whole thing. Do what works best for you. But some of the best things could come out of a direct message. So that don't rule sure. that out, you know. So you just have to use your your discernment 
when if you should approach somebody um, or if somebody approaches you, just kind of really, again, tap it into your spirit, using your discernment to see if that's the best thing to do. But please don't rule it out. Please reach out to people. We like to talk about these things. So reach out and ask us questions. That's what we're here for. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly mm -hmm. what we're here for. And another thing I just want to touch on um, is being teachable and mm -hmm. not being a know-it-all because at the end of the day, we all have something to learn. You know, we all have something to contribute. So you want to be coachable. You want to be teachable and you want to ask questions. Awesome. So I feel like we have talked quite a bit about both professionalism and networking as it relates to either getting in somewhere to start a position or while you're there or what it looks like as a professional if you're doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what it looks like if you're leaving. So be that you're leaving an organization or leaving a team or a group. What should that look like? You always want to give notice, like to just not show up and not just cut people off. That's not right because you have people that depend on you. You have mm -hmm. a team. Like I said, a lot of what we do, we don't do it by ourselves. It's a team of people involved. And so if you decide not to just show up one day, it affects everybody else. So whether that looks like a, a phone call to let the lead person know like, hey, this isn't working for me and you can go into detail or you not, but at least give them the courtesy and the respect of saying, you know, I'm not showing up today. I'm not coming back or this will be, you know, my final day. It doesn't necessarily have to be two weeks. I mean, if you can, that would be ideal because then that gives them time to figure it out and to replace you or to find, you know, um, a, another solution. But at least give them some type of warning and do it in um, a fair amount of time. Don't wait two, four hours beforehand. <laughs> and the call time is at 6 a.m. and you calling in at 4 o'clock. Like, maybe enough time to figure it out. Right. I mean, we've been in those situations too. And now instead of having four faces, we all got eight. Alright, we'll make it work. but We'll make it work, but in all fairness, it would have been a lot easier, you know, and, you know, you don't want to just leave your team hanging. You don't want to be in that situation either where somebody else kind of leave you hanging. So you always want to think about how would I feel if this was someone doing this to me, you know? Exactly. I completely agree. Um, I also think about when you're leaving somewhere, the relationships after you have left. Um, Correct. So, and this is just my mindset, and, you know, again, everybody doesn't necessarily have to agree, but I feel like when you're doing anything or moving in life, you should move with integrity. Mm -hmm, and sure. even if I'm somewhere and I necessarily didn't care for you, because you're not going to care for everything everybody does. That's life. Mm -hmm. That is okay. But the industry is big. There is enough room for everybody, but everybody also knows everybody, or they know somebody that knows somebody that knows you. So you want to be mindful of that. So if I'm leaving somewhere and I didn't really care for how you ran or operated things, that doesn't mean I have to be nasty. Now, if you've treated me in a way that's unprofessional, then I'm going to go about telling you about yourself in a nice way. <laughs> but I can still lead to where if I leave, you're not going to be able to say anything negative upon my name because right. I made sure I get what I needed to do. So I think it's important when um, considering leaving from one job, or if you're going to do your own thing, um, or if you're working with a team and you're deciding not to show up, 
think about that as well. That ties back into the networking because people will be like, oh, I saw you were here or you work with this person. Well, I know this person. And they may not tell you. They don't have to. But I promise you, we will reach out and ask, hey, how was this person? Well, girl, they just up and didn't show one day. <laughs> so you want to be mindful of that. You know, again, that goes back to the network networking. What type of relationships are you building? So you want to be really mindful of that when you are deciding to transition from one thing to the next. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, you know, like you said, you don't necessarily have to always get along with people, but you always want to leave a, a positive impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing, like you said, everyone knows everybody in the industry and with, you, you never want a situation to occur where you're trying to get into something or you're trying mm-hmm. to do something and then you're wondering why not. <laughs> and it's because you burned a bridge a long time ago and now that bridge cannot be replaced. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a never ending side that can go on and on and on. So, you know, just to kind of make it clean, make it straightforward, just right. like you said, lead with integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can don't burn the bridge just you walk over and leave them on the other side don't take them exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right so are there um is there an example that you'd like to share of how networking has benefited you uh i mean yeah i mean there's so many different examples um for instance working with liz everett who is amazing and she has uh, afforded, I think, both Holly and I so many different opportunities. Mm-hmm. And being able to work with her um, and talking to people in those environments, mm-hmm. have we've been able to kind of make our own connections in the industry. And, um, you know, just going back to open up your mouth, you never know who you're talking to. You, you know, it's always a blessing to be able to make those connections and to move forward and do different things. And mm-hmm. networking has always put me into places that I couldn't even think of or imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, making those connections with different people and, you know, it just bought different opportunities. And that's what networking is all about is making different opportunities for yourself that you couldn't do on your own you know, and I was very thankful for those opportunities. You know, sometimes you outgrow situations and that's okay, you know, and that was one of those situations for me where I had to say, you know what, I'm kind of doing my own thing. And Mm -hmm. when I talked to this, she totally understood that. And still to this day, you know, if there's something going on, she'd be like, hey, you know, I think you would be a good fit for this. Although we don't work together personally anymore. But because I was able to step away and say, you know, this is what I have going on now, she respected that. And Mm -hmm. she still, you know, affords some of those same opportunities to me. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It is. I I love that. Um, And same, you know, I had to kind of just, I was looking at the direction I was trying to go. And again, it goes back to just being upfront and telling somebody to Mm -hmm. share with her, you know, these are the things I'm trying to work towards. So I'm not going to be able to necessarily be here all the time. Um, But for me, if and I say, only say this if you are able to do it and you need it, um, I share it with her. Hey, if you if you do need me, let me know, and if I'm able to be there, I'll be there to help and support. But um, helping and supporting somebody doesn't always have to be you're physically present. And again, like you said, if something comes up, 
she's definitely passed things off to me. So I've always been grateful for that. The same way she speaks my name in rooms when I'm not there, I'm going to speak her name in rooms where she is. Exactly. And it's a relationship to where it's positive and I can do that because we've built that relationship and we've made sure we maintain that even though we may not talk to each other all the time or necessarily work together all the time. So when you make these relationships with people, even if you've disconnected in a sense, it can still carry on and it just looks differently. It, It looks differently and that's okay. And I think sometimes because things are different, people get it twisted and it's like, no, it's not an issue at all. It's just right. that this is what's working for me and this is what's working for you. And that is okay. Yes. It's okay. Yep. I agree. Alrighty. So as we kind of near the end, um, are there any books you're currently reading or any podcasts you're listening to that you would like to share or you think would be beneficial for those who are listening? Okay. So I kind of went back to reading, um, what is it? Uh, Think and Grow Rich. I think that's the name of it. Okay. Um, and then I am reading also uh, Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans, which mm, I okay. totally love. I'm I'm an audible girl, so okay. usually when I'm in the car or I'm cleaning up, I'll pop it on and I'll listen to it. Um, but those two books and another one, which might take people by surprise, is Fifty Cent's new book. It's really awesome. And I love it on the audible version because he's actually narrating it. But the thing that I love about his book in particular is that he talks about just some of the stuff that he went through in the industry as a, as an entrepreneur. And it was really eye opening. I wasn't expecting it to be that good, you know, but I gave it a try and I really, really enjoyed it. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. I'm going to have to check out some of those. Um, I'm not really an audible person. I'm trying but I also got to do better about being consistent with reading. I like to physically hold the books because I've tried to do the books like on my tablet. Um, okay. But it's hard, but I like the physical book so I can mark okay. it up if I need to. Now, podcast, I can listen to all day. Okay. In the car, that's fine. So maybe I have to try 50 cents in the car. If it's his actual voice, I probably enjoy that. So yeah. I have to give that a try. <laughs> <laughs> so, Helen, how can everybody keep in touch with you? Can you share with us your platforms or the best way to connect with you? Yes. So, um, my plat on all social media platforms, you can find me at I am Helen Lavette, L A V E T T E. Um, my email is contact at helenlavette.com. And other than that, I also have my podcast that I'll be relaunching soon. So be on the lookout for the lipstick lounge. If you've been following me for some time, you know that initially it started off as a Facebook live, uh, thing. And then, you know, I had my baby, COVID came, I took some time away, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and relaunch this podcast. And honestly, Holly was the inspiration behind that. So thank, thank you. you for pouring back into me. <laughs> thank you, and congratulations. I'm excited for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. I am truly, truly grateful. You know, we'll talk later. <laughs> Yes, we will. Um, and again, thank you so much. I like to kind of close out with a quote. So one that I kind of felt was appropriate for today is give the world the best you have and mm-hmm. the best will come back to you. I love that it. By Madeline Bridges. And I think it applies to both professionalism and networking, but just all around, give the world the best that you have. Whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. So just think about the energy that you're trying to receive and that's the energy you want to strive to put out there. 
For sure. And we'll be back in a few weeks. And guess what? I have two special guests for my next one. Oh, so it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. You all have an awesome night and stay blessed. Thank you for listening to this episode of K-Convos. Be sure to leave a review on whatever platform you're enjoying this on. You can follow me on social media at Holly K. And if you have any questions or episode suggestions, I would love to hear them. Email me at kconvos at gmail.com. Until next time, be blessed.